Three square meals and a homebrew routine. Airbnb is the place for you. Enjoy your stay. Welcome to Air D&D, where you can kick back, relax, and learn about all things D&D with your host, Jordan. And Jenny. You can also visit both of us on Sunday nights on Twitch, streaming our campaign at twitch.tv slash chaosconductors. Before we welcome you to your room, we want to thank our sponsors, Dungeon Depths. You can find D&D-themed t-shirts, stickers, and more at etsy.com slash shop slash Dungeon Depths. And Ambient Realms, where you can find ambient RPG tracks and sound effects to use for all of your tabletop needs. Just type in ambientrealms.com and you're there. Let's get you a room to stay in. Looks like you'll be in room number D&D and Me, uh, Leona edition. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Air D&D, listeners. Thank you for uh, coming back and listening to us again this time. We have Leona, and we also, for th- for those of you who have been asking, Jenny is back as well, our all, our co-host. All of all of the people who have been asking where <laughs> about Jenny, the co-host. You'd be surprised. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I'm super excited to have Leona on today. It's a hi. How, hey. how are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. This Good. is awesome. Yeah, no, thank you so much for coming on. But who are you? Oh, who to begin even with? are wow. you? Welcome to Air D&D. <laughs> Tell us your entire life story. <laughs> Let's start with how your grandparents met. Go. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I know, but <laughs> no, no. Um, hi, my name is Leona. You can um, find me on Twitter at the Leona Maple. Um, you can also typically find me in the um, Welcome to the Party Discord if you're wanting to hunt them down. That's Welcome Party RPG. Um, basically, I got started in tabletop RPGs not even a year ago. I oh, think wow, was... really? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm brand new and pretty fresh. Um, maybe it was like September or something. So I haven't even been in the community for a year, which is just kind of mind-boggling. Um but since then I've played in a couple of games. I've um done a bunch of stuff that I'm sure we'll get into. Um but now if you're trying to figure out where to find me, uh yeah, it's with Welcome to the Party. It's um on the Misafers, which is a decolonized D and D five E um actual play podcast. So I'm on there. I um volunteer for a seat at the table magazine and I'm trying to think of whatever else I do because I do too many things and it'll probably come to me later. But yeah, those are just some of the things off the top of my head where you can find me. Oh, and I run um on Welcome to the Party, Vibrant Visible Victorious. It is our um people of color, more specifically BIMPOC, black indigenous mixed people of color um, one shot series every Sunday, 830 EST. So we're always, you know, playing really cool games and it's just all people of color playing whatever they want. And it's a fun, fun time. It's really great. And after that, I'm on the show immediately after that. So my Sundays are wild. See too many things. That sounds amazing. (laughs) We're going to revisit like the, some of the key stuff at the end, but, um, do you, do you Twitch stream that, um, that people of color? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's all on Twitch. Um, welcome to the party's, um, kind of mission is to, um, what's the word here? Uh, to, to teach people that don't normally get the opportunity to play. Um, and then give them a platform and teach them how to stream. Um, so it's it's really special because that was how I learned how to play and I learned how to stream. So they've given me um, a lot of opportunities and to, to be able to produce something and let other people have the opportunity to play and to be visible and to take up mm-hmm. space, I think is so important. So, yeah. <laughs> I totally agree. That's really cool. So Thank you. Um, if we want to kind of start there, like back at the beginning, since you're so new to Tabletop, can you tell us a little bit about like what got you to start with it? What interested you in Tabletop in the beginning and, and what did you know about it before you got started? I want to ask a really For stupid sure. question first. Yeah. Because I, I feel I feel like, you know, this this question's gonna gonna have a lot of 
a lot of meat meat behind it, and then I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna forget. I'm gonna forget <laughs> my, my okay. My, go my for question. it. Yeah. Uh, the the Leona Ma- Maple. Maple's not not your last name, is it? No. So, why, why, why is um, uh, why the Leona Maple? I'm just curious. Um, yeah, no, that's a really valid question. Um, I I just feel like I wasn't quite ready when I started to to go by my legal name. You know, it was kind of as a South Asian person, it's kind of weird sometimes. I wasn't quite sure how like my mom would feel about me like mm-hmm. streaming on the internet with my real name and stuff like trying to like explain to her the one time um hey wednesday nights i'm in this game and i'm gonna be in a game for 12 weeks and and my mom's just like what are you doing (laughs) you know so i just it was it was something i actually had a different alias when i first started i was um the leona bedlam um but i decided to change that just because like I feel like that name kind of weighs me down sometimes, and whereas Leona Maple, I think, is a little bit lighter and a little bit sweeter, and yeah, I'm Canadian, so I'm a maple. <laughs> like maple syrup. She's Canadian. And you're Canadian. <laughs> so is Leona your first name? Your no, first name? it's no, not. That, that's my, like that's another stage alias. Name. Okay. This is, cool, this is really cool. a stage name. Yeah. Holy um, shit. I understand the, the <laughs> parent thing. My parents tried watching our stream and they were so confused. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's so are mine. We'll have to play yeah, with you sometimes, like yeah, <laughs> so that you understand what's going on. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, it takes some getting used to. Um, and like I remember when I first kind of got introduced to Welcome to the Party, I didn't dive in right away. I was like. Oh, there's there's streams. Let me maybe watch a couple. And the first couple of times, I had no clue what was going on. But after a couple of sessions of watching, I was like, okay, I kind of get what's going on here. Um, just a quick note, because I I like to always clarify this. Even though Leona Maple is my stage name, um, it's my truer name in some ways, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't have all of the like the baggage or whatever that like my legal name has. You know, the fact that I you know le- you know with my legal name I'm in the closet stuff like that, right? Whereas as Leona, I am living my truth and I am a lot freer. So, you know, people uh, people don't need to feel like I'm some shadowy mysterious figure. I'm being more genuine on streams than I ever am. In fairness, Leona Maple is, is all I know you as. So. You know, uh, the other name doesn't, it doesn't even exist. Yeah, pretty much, right? (laughs) I actually, I think that's really cool. And like, I can totally understand how like taking on, um, you know, kind of your own persona uh, Mm. is empowering. Like that's something that you chose for yourself. So it's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Now we can uh, go 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 back to to, to Jenny's qu- questionnaire. Yeah, thanks, man. Totally derail my question. All right, so tell us about your experience with uh, tabletop RPGs before this, before you started. Um, like what you knew about them and what got you into mm-hmm. it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I knew nothing. I knew that Dungeons and Dragons existed. Okay, and I was like. Yeah, that that seems cool, but I had no idea, like, where to even go to find Dungeons & Dragons and stuff like that, or how to play it, or, like, I had never watched, you know, anything like that. I'd never really done Twitch before. I'd never watched on Twitch. I was like, I have no idea what this is. I can barely do YouTube. Like, what is this? <laughs> um, <laughs> so it was it was kind of like stepping into a whole new world. Um, I, I met um, one of the mods on Welcome to the Party at... Uh, Cap Jack, you can find him on Twitter, Captain J Cross. Um, and so they were the first person that I met, and we kind of got to talking. And they were like, "Hey, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I do, I do Twitch streams with this group. They're really, really cool. Um, they're kind of a space that's really inclusive for people that don't normally get to play." And they were like, "You should join. Like, if you're curious about Dungeons and Dragons, they'll teach you. You should join." And I was like. No, I'm too scared. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't want to do it. Um, and so it took me a couple of like, like it took them telling me a couple of times that no, no, it'll be fine um, for me to actually like take that plunge after, you know, and I, it was just like, I started watching some of the games, um, the Friday night game, Dragon Dark Days. It's also a and d 5e game. Um, and at the time they were playing in Waterdeep. And I fell in love with that. I was just like, there's something about Waterdeep that was so charming to me. And like those players and like being able to interact with them on Twitch chat was so cool. 
so it quickly like was just like damn it I want to be a part of that and so I just like dove in um and then I just hung out in the discord for a long time and I didn't really like do anything um but then I played in a honey heist one shot over Christmas and I was like this is so much fun I have laughed till I've cried (laughs) um honey heist is still my favorite like one shot ever because it can get so like wild um so that was that was what got me started and you know there I was like thinking that I would start with like playing D&D and then ended up diving headfirst into um learning Vampire the Masquerade for a huge huge campaign over the spring um and that was just a lot of fun. Cool. What's your what's your favorite like system that you've played so far? Ooh, okay. Well, I haven't played that many, to be fair. Like, okay. I've played Honey Heist, if you count that as a system. Um, I've played um, Dr- Fantasy Age, which is like the Dragon Age AGE system, so I'm playing Ooh. that at the moment. D&D 5e, and Vamp- I played like the Storyteller system with Vampire the Masquerade, the newest version of that, and I've played for the Queen, which is like a GMless system, and GMless games are cool. Like, I love those. Those are so neat. That's really interesting. Um, yeah, and so that's literally the entire span of my, like, tabletop RPG career right there, is that. <laughs> I feel you. Um, I've, I've almost only played 5e. I'm like, <laughs> this campaign that we stream is my first D&D campaign, or tabletop campaign, so, yeah. It, it's so valid, though. Like, there's so much that you can, like, do in D&D and so much you can get out of it, and I feel like you can spend a long time just exploring there, right? Um yeah, I just picked Vampire because I was like, this game sounds really freaking cool and I want to be a part of it. No regrets. So my dream is to DM a Buffy game of some kind. And so I really, I need to look more into the Vampire uh, system and see if it would, if I could like work with that and I make think that happen. A, I think there's a Buffy system. There is, is there a really? Buffy system. Yeah, a there Buffy is. System. And we've yeah. run that game on Welcome to the Party. Oh, are you a Buffy so, fan? I am a Buffy fan, and yeah. I joined just as that series was happening. Um, so there is a Buffy the Vampire Slayer game that was run on Welcome to the Party that you could probably find on our YouTube, side note. Um, but yeah, no, I am. I've watched a lot of Angel, and I've watched a lot of Buffy, and it's just, you know, it's a yeah, good show. I definitely need to go back and watch that. Yeah. <laughs> Angel. He hasn't watched Angel. He just has a lot of feelings about Angel on Buffy. So, in fairness. Yeah, I just, uh, just, just don't like the guy. But, uh, <laughs> you know what? That's that's totally valid, right? Um, I think the angel shot the yeah the angel show does a better job of like fleshing him out. Um, but yeah, no, I I think it's valid. I think you know, angel pisses a lot of people off. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's interesting on Angel because like mm-hmm. Angel is at his best when they play to like how terrible he actually is deep down inside Mm -hmm. so anyway sorry completely off track (laughs) i also didn't didn't believe that you're you're canadian until i heard you say uh flushing them out flushing them out out yeah i liked it a lot (laughs) it it was uh oh god you have it sealed the deal you have a very cute accent like (laughs) oh thank you it's great yeah oh my gosh (laughs) But I, I just realized how you oh so conveniently uh, skipped the question of which system was your favorite. <laughs> oh, <laughs> totally did not mean to. I get very sidetracked. Um, shoot. I, there was something about the Vampire the Masquerade system, like that storyteller system that I really loved. Um, and I get a bit of that in like the fantasy age game as well. And it's just that role playing. I think that's what I live for. Um, so like DD games that are less number crunchy and more role playing focused definitely mm-hmm. appealed to me more. Um, yeah. I, I didn't even know there was like a Dragon Age esque system. Like I'm so yeah. I am I'm such a Bioware fangirl, like I totally need to check that out. So, to be clear, I have no idea if it has anything to do with Dragon Age as in the Bioware game. I just know that it's called, like, Dragon Age, and it's A-G-E is, like, like in all caps. It has a similar name, but not necessarily a similar uh, world. Okay, cool. 
That's yeah, true. I have no idea. I would hope that there is one because that would be freaking cool. Yeah. I just know that this thing exists and it's like this really easy like D6 based system. So cool. it's really cool. And like cool. when I first started playing Dungeons and Dragons, I was like, I have no idea what dice I'm supposed to roll. Like yeah. what am I doing? So like <laughs> yeah. having Why are there so, so many dice in front of me? Yeah. Um what so- was uh what was the hardest thing about getting into tabletop for you? Hmm. I I think learning systems is still my weak point. Mm-hmm. I just it's just like I want to play and it's like learning systems takes me a while. Yeah. Right? It's like how do I fill out this character sheet? What am I doing with this? Like what do you mean this dice roll does this? Like what? <laughs> um so that's definitely the hardest part for me is learning systems. Um but beyond that I love it, right? I love the role playing and all that kind of stuff. So it's just learning systems. Did you that's just my... jump right into the role playing? Like were you all about it right away or did yeah. you work up to Okay. Nice. Definitely. I, I, yeah, no, it's just, it was just kind of one of the things that really, like, appealed to me from the beginning, so I was yeah. just like, I really want to, you know, try tabletop RPGs because I miss kind of, like, role-playing and stuff, and I thought it would be cool. Um, so it was definitely the thing that I latched onto the quickest, um, and it's just a joy. I love that I can, like, evoke emotion in people mm-hmm. from my role playing so it's, it's cool it gives me all the feels <laughs> it is awesome uh, i was gonna ask um if you have a favorite character that you've played or um, or even a couple that you want to like that you and what and what do you enjoy about playing a character i would say i would say my character um from vampire my the vampire game that i played it was called a crusade of thorns um Mm -hmm. and it was just like a series that took place over two channels with three different factions and all of our like stories would like intersect and stuff um so it was a cool premise but i think that character is the one that i'm that is like my favorite at the moment i'm sure i'll fall in love with all of my characters at some point but that one is my favorite just because like um it was a whole adventure that i kind of went on with this character and like I started out that game having no idea what I was getting myself into as a player, but also as a role player, like, with that character. Um, and, you know, just kind of seeing her... Her name is Audra. She was um, a South Asian vampire in 1940s LA, and, like, seeing her kind of, like, come to life and, like, you know, being put in tough situations and how she would respond and how she would react... Um, I think it was just really cool and like just like seeing her like catchphrase develop over right. time was also hilarious when your character like develops his catchphrase and you're like, huh, okay, that's something that's happened. It's so funny, um, like that you say seeing how she developed and seeing because like you're doing that, but at the same time, like I know it it does it sometimes feels like they do it themselves and you're just like along for the ride. Like you're just reacting. Yeah. Um, I, I very so, much um, yeah. am of the belief that, like, my characters are, you know, a part of me. Right. You know, they've got some essence of me, but they're also separate, right? right. Like, some what, how one character is going to react is different from another one, right? So, and it's cool. I try to set myself up with different characters so that I can explore that. Yeah, that's super cool. So, I think you touched on this earlier, uh, mm-hmm. about how you started with um, Welcome, to the, Welcome to the Party RPG, uh, w- was that like your first introduction to D and D and tabletop gaming? Oh yeah. Or did you? Oh, oh okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and you, you said know. your first game was really fun, right? Like it was a good experience. It was. It was amazing. It was fantastic. It was. Um. You know, they were just like, "Hey, we've got this game of Honey Heist that we're recruiting for. It'll be fun. It's super easy. Do you want to play?" And I was like okay, yeah, sure, you know, I was just like, I, I, I don't even know, but I just want to, like, I want to play it and experience it and just see what this whole, like, Twitch streaming gaming sort of thing is like, and it was hilarious, it was like a Christmas special of Honey Heist, um, you know, like, the town went up in flames by the end of it, you know, would you know, gotten away with all this honey, like, just absolute, like, chaos. It was just so much fun. As a one-shot should be. Absolute chaos. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what What was the, I guess, aspect of it that originally interested you? Or, hmm. yeah. 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 I, that's a good question. Like, in terms of, like, the actual game itself or, like. I guess in, in terms of the overall tabletop experience like I, I know that you mentioned that you watched a couple of, of the streams 
and kind of got a, got a better idea of it. But like, what mm-hmm. what drew you to do that in the first place? Really making me Let's think here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> got her. Yeah. Got her thinking now. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I think. I think I wanted to be on the other side, right? As an audience member, I was being so drawn into what I was watching, and I think I just wanted to, like, be on the other side of that and have that experience, right? And I was like, also, these are wicked cool people, and if I had the opportunity to play with them, that would be so cool. And, like, my favorite character from that show is now my GM for another game. So I'm just like, this is amazing, right? Like, you're forming connections with people that you just watch every Friday night or whatever, um... So it was just, it was really, really cool. And I think I would never want to do tabletop RPG that isn't streamed, actually, because having that audience interaction is so huge for me. I I love that. I kind of, like, love how the audience gets to be a part of it. They get to comment. You know, they're making jokes that are making me laugh on, um, in the, in the game, right? Or, like, if it's an intense role-playing thing you know seeing them get sucked in mm-hmm. right in terms of the way they're they're just like oh shit right in the <laughs> comments or you know like evoking emotion in them so it's like i i really love that so yeah i think i think that's a that was kind of like one of the big draws for me was just like i just wanted to give this a shot i also feel like streaming uh it, it kind of puts this i guess expectation on you of like hey you know, we can't just 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 joke around about useless nonsense for 15 minutes. You know, we, you know, we should put on we should put on a put on a show and kind of continue along with the story and stuff because there 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 are people there are people that that are enjoying the the things that are that are happening. Uh, I actually just I do feel I do feel like though you can still have that banter like you can mm-hmm. have those like 15 minutes of like casually exploring or like having those like goofing off moments like I just spent like a full like 10 minutes in another game like laughing till I cried because I was just like what just happened there so you know you have those moments and the audience laughs with you which I love I mean like a full 10 minutes of like non D&D or non tabletop oh got you you know got you where where, where someone starts talking about like an episode of something that they watched and because you know you're not you're not you're not streaming, it's just okay. Yeah, let's 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 talk about that thing, and then it's like, all right, let's uh let's rein it back back uh, in. <laughs> we seem to get all of that out of our system in the pre-show. So um, the way we do it is like we start setting up thirty minutes before the actual stream time. Um, so during that time, well, whoever is doing the technical aspects is setting up the cameras and putting in the overlay and all that kind of technical stuff. Everyone else is just chilling out, right? So you're already hanging out. So you're talking about what you watch on TV. You're talking about what you got up to over the weekend, right? So you you're spending time um, with the people, with the players as people, and then you get to like just bring this show to people. So even as players, like it it connects you, I think. So it's really cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, you know, the thing I'm super curious about hearing you talk about the things that you like and. Like, how much you enjoy seeing people get invested and, like, react to what you're doing um, is whether you have, like, any kind of performance background or if this is something that you discovered about yourself because of D&D. That, like, you are a performer and, like, you are, you know what I mean? Like, that's a, that's yeah. a part of yeah. who you are. I I do have some theater, theater background. I did, okay. a, I did a lot of theater in high school and I really, really loved it. Cool. Um, and when I hit university, I I was really missing it. I was really missing having that creative outlet, that place where I can just kind of play and act um, and just, you know, be someone else for a little bit. So I think I was missing that. And I honestly think like, you know, tabletop RPGs maybe like filled that gap that I was missing and I had no idea that I was even missing it. But I think that does that. Yeah. For a lot of people that you get to be an adult and you're like, I mean, I don't know what you do, but I'm sitting at a, at a desk all day, like doing my job or whatever. And, and having something that is so playful and creative is a really nice, like balance to life. So I just want to, I just want to sit and throw some, throw some plastic boys and make silly voices, you know? And oh, and D and D allows me to do that. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. So, my next question for you is: uh, At what moment 
did you become hooked? Did you know, wow, this is this is a thing that I like. I want to do this. Slash love. Slash love. When did it when did it shift from, <laughs> oh, this is kind of cool to like, oh my god, this is my thing now. This is my life. This is my thing. <laughs> <laughs> um shoot. Uh I think I'm going to, so this is, I keep going back to this vampire game, but that was because it was literally like my first campaign. Um, You know, it was just like the Honey Heist game that I played over Christmas and then it was straight into this vampire game and that was the only like campaign-y campaign that I'd had and, you know, I've done everything else since. So I think that that campaign, quote unquote, um, really was kind of huge for me. Not, and I think like. Like it was, it was so cool, and, and I was blessed. I was um, I had a very eloquent GM Thok, who is the creator of Welcome to the Party, and I think he just does a phenomenal job. And I was so excited to be able to like play with him, um, and like just learning kind of like how campaigns work and like how it all works, and then like diving into it and like I think it just like I really fell in love with it when I was just like this is so intense and like I really was so deeply invested in what happens next and I was mm-hmm. like every week I was on the edge of my seat <laughs> as a player and I was just like god damn it like what happens next like yeah. just give it to me right like come on why why do you gotta do like the that, whole cliffhanger that thing? moment where they're like and that's where we're gonna end today and you're like no, no. What? <laughs> yeah I hope and strive to have that moment every game like, you know if i if i if i can have all the players you know uh mad at you mad at me cursing my name by the end of the yeah. session like no we can keep going that's that's what i like to see and it's the good stuff for sure the good stuff it is the good stuff it's definitely like that's what definitely does it for me i think that and like i keep going back to the role playing but it's true i had um you know a couple of moments i think vampire the masquerade is so intense as just like a game in general because it deals with dark themes um but then i had moments where like i so here's an interesting pattern that i've noticed i struggle with games until i get thrown into intense moments that's what does it for me. Mm-hmm. This I had the same issue happen in my fantasy age game where I was just like, I don't know how I feel about this. You know, like, I'm just like, it's not making sense. It's not clicking for me. It's not doing it. Um, and then someone decides to, like, take their character and, like, get my character angry or something or frustrated. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, I'm, and it's like my character, like, comes to life the moment, like, push comes to shove. Yeah. Um. So that's what does it for me. And Vampire for sure did that because there were so many intense moments. And so... Um, I think that, you know, there was one moment where I was, like, so, like, visibly angry looking because, like, I was feeling what my character was feeling. And even though I was fine, like, it was still intense. Like, these are intense reactions or, like, bursting into tears and, like, fake crying and, like, having your GM believe that they actually made you cry. Like, these are, you know, and, like, having your audience be like, holy shit, Leona, are you okay? And, like, me furiously typing in the chat, I'm good, y'all, I'm good. Like, nobody panic. I do like tears, though. Like that's, that's, like, that's like it's like a whoa look at look at me you know this this this, this story they they are really invested you got, you wow got really emotional and I love yeah. it I was watching it's so good what was I watching Grey's Anatomy or something with my my bestie we have like our Grey's Anatomy night and people were crying because it's Grey's Anatomy and and she was like how do they make themselves cry and I'm like girl I tear up at the at the D and D table like like every other week like I don't like you know when you're when you're there and you're in it like you're there or you just gotta channel you feel it you yeah gotta, sometimes you just gotta channel that that deep shit but I yeah but I don't like I don't <laughs> have to think of, so I used to think that people must think about something sad in their real life and I know that that's like an acting technique that some people use but I don't do that I'm not sitting there like channeling another exp- like I'm. It's her experience. Like, it is my character's yeah. experience, and that is what is making me emotional, is my connection to that, like, to the game. It's wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to make a joke about having so much sadness that I can just easily pull from it, but then I decided not to. But in explaining it, I still kind of said the joke. 
<laughs> well played. That's sad. Yeah, exa- exactly. Exa- yeah. Exactly. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll pull from this later. Um, <laughs> so, also, you heard it here first, folks. If you ever play in a one-shot or any kind of game with Leona, the first order of, of, uh, of business that you need to do is, is uh, just piss her off. Mm-hmm. So, so that so that she that'll can that'll get yeah. it going right away. No, no. Just like that no, conflict, no. go straight for the conflict. No. Oh my god! No, no, no. <laughs> this doesn't. I mean, you don't it. want this to be the pull quote that we like put at the top of. No. The, like, the takeaway. No, 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 no. I mean, for a campaign, yeah, you know, mm. like push my characters. You know, if it's a campaign challenge my characters give them tough decisions to make you know make them angry make them sad you know um because that's yeah like i said when they come to life for one shots no it doesn't matter like one shots are goofy like don't piss me off it's all about you know fun and humor and just having a fun time um i love one shots i think they're so great so one shots are super fun we just talked about one shots last time in our episode Last time on Air D and D, yeah, we did, we did. It it was a it was a f- it was a fun time, and I I like one shots. I do because they give me the chance to explore new stories or like the people try the, something out. Uh, well, I don't really get to play that much, but my players get to like try out new things and stuff, and they seem to have a lot a lot of fun. And I can be I can be mean. Or I can be really nice, or I could be whatever, because there aren't really lasting effects after this one shot. Right, like if you kill my character in a one shot, I'm going to be like, oh, you got me. If you kill my character in a campaign, I'm going to be like, what the fuck, dude, what? Like I'm going to be, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be sad. I'm going to cry about it, for real, mm-hmm. real tears. <laughs> I mean, there, there, was that, there, was, there was that one time that your character died, but she, she got brought back, I think, like, very soon after with a like she wasn't in death dead saves she's yet she's never fully died she's been knocked unconscious more than once multiple times so she's never died <laughs> okay. shit happens man yeah. <laughs> for now yeah, it does for now <laughs> back off my character <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> so leona of the of the maple family Oh God! Uh, <laughs> Leona of House Maple. Of house, oh no! House oh Maple. no! House Maple. From the lands oh, no. of Canada. The lands of Canada. Yes. Oh no! Sire, heir to the Maple Throne. Oh, oh my goodness! This is this is too much. Mother of of mooses. <laughs> I was gonna oh, say. I was gonna say like like the plural roll of moose's mice and i was like no mice? that's 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 no. not that's not it that's not it that's not it. i tried i tried my best i'm not 100 on that i think it's mooses anyway what were you gonna say or it's like octopi moose eye no. right. <laughs> i don't know a it's, lot it's, but it's i know moose. that's not right it's, it's, it's the just plural moose. of moose's moose yeah the mother mm. of moose <laughs> nice all right i think i don't know anymore that now you're making it, me question this sound like Anyway. Anyways. That's good. So 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 Leon, Leona Maple. <laughs> the question that, that I that I originally had had for you and that mm-hmm. I will now share is what does You like that dramatic pause? This, this wasn't an audio glitch. Uh that was just Jordan stopping talking. <laughs> for some reason. What does D&D Mm-hmm. mean to you hmm this is a good question because i haven't had that much D experience i still um i'm getting a feel for it S- but you can also me, sub it out with tabletop rpg as a whole yes you can it's okay. yeah yes yeah um i'll, I'll stick to D i'm i'm good with that i think um i think the process of like creating characters and like being able to explore like you know, what different characters can do, and oh, I can do this, or oh, I can do that, and like, um, that's, that's a really cool part about, um, about D&D for me, is like, just being able to like, build different types of characters, and you know, see what I can do with them, and you know, just explore 
different worlds. Um, I think the Miss Affairs has just been such a joy for me um, because of the South Asian flavor. Um, so it's like, it's, I'm so comfortable in that setting and it's just like, oh yeah, they're, you know, like this is all completely like, it just feels so familiar and yet I'm able to do so much in that world as my character. And it's just that that's kind of magical. I think that's really cool. And I think that applies to all tabletop RPGs is just like that. I don't know, man, that magic, there's just something about it, right? It's so hard to like put into words like what it means to you but it's just neat to be able to have those um experiences because I think at the end of the day every campaign is an experience right um I think I like campaigns that have a set beginning and end because then you have a story arc and you're having an experience whereas like I mean with an ongoing campaign you have like multiple story arcs and I can see the appeal of that but I haven't had that experience yet um it's to die for <laughs> to die for <laughs> you know what I believe you I believe you because I've seen an ongoing D&D campaign and so there were multiple story arcs and like you know it breaks your heart but then they're back and you know they're back with more adventures and so you're, you're just having a great time exploring new worlds with these characters so it's just yeah don't know just does something to my feels um, what kind of impact has your involvement in uh, all of the tabletop RPG stuff you've been doing, what kind of impact has that had on your life or on you as a person? Hmm. Um, I don't know. It's it's just been kind of nice to have that space, to have that, like, creative outlet. And I think mm-hmm. that's what kind of, like, does it for me. Um it doesn't really like follow me into my day-to-day life. It's kind of, it's kind of strange almost where it's like, you know, I've got all of my life happening and then it's like, okay, for like three hours, I've got to like set my entire life aside and this is what I'm doing. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's just, there's, I think there's something kind of nice about that, like having that break. Um, so I guess that's kind of how it plays out. It's been, it's an interesting, I feel like I've like done so stuff for it's it's funny like has what has tabletop rpg done for me i'm not too sure but i know i've done some stuff for tabletop rpgs and i hope i've made a positive impact so yeah well you've definitely <laughs> made an impact on me <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> <laughs> queen leona oh my god stop <laughs> goddess leona oh my goodness stop <laughs> i have to make you make you a a deity in in a in a, oh, in a campaign. Yes. Oh no. Yeah. You. Leona. Oh my gosh. Mhm. The deity mm-hmm. of the goddess harvest. of syrup. Okay. Yeah. Goddess. No, no, no. This is just really cool. I've never even like. <gasps> this, yes. That's so cool. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> this is totally happening. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna follow up. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna be like, when when are we meeting Leona, the goddess of syrup? Like, come on, make this happen. <laughs> oh my goodness. We're gonna, the goddess we're, of sweetness. We're going to have to make this happen. Oh, and the oh wilds. No. We, we got this. It's going to be a thing. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to be, be incredibly flustered listening to this episode. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm just like, at the same time, I'm like genuinely curious to see this happen. So. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, goodness. One day. One day. So, that was my main, our main biggest question. So now that we have uh, hit the top of this mountain. Now, now we're going, we're going to, to gingerly hold, hold the hands of, of, of uh, you and all of our listeners and like mountain goats kind of jump down this, 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 this mountain together. Like mountain goats. Yeah, I was watching Animal Gingerly. Animal Planet the other day. Ginger hops. They have like they have they have these like cool cool hooves and stuff. And they are cool. Yeah, aren't they? And it's like super steep mountains and they're just like jumping down it. That's all. And that's what we're about to do. Yes. But With. we're going to be like the parents and they have to show the 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 young mountain goats how to hop down how to hop down the mountain so that they can then teach teach their children and uh-huh. so on and so forth anyways so viewers <laughs> and leona shall oh, shall we said viewers damn it gotcha oh. Oh. listeners 
<laughs> That's a dollar for the v- viewer viewer jar. jar. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Listeners. Yep. So here's my next question as we <laughs> come come down this mountain together. All right. Uh Leona, I would like for you to tell the world <laughs> about one of your favorite moments during a tabletop RPG game, whether that was DMing or playing. <laughs> Set the scene for us. <laughs> um Shucks. I'm trying to like decide. It's hard. Um, it's hard because it's, it's hard. like how many good moments do you have? And now this is the time where you can you can tell one. You know, I like know, it's a I'm big like, I have decision. to pick one. It's like picking my children. Yeah, exactly. Like, we know. We know. <laughs> it's um, not an okay. it's not a softball question. Okay. No, like this is hard hitting journalism question. here. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a great question. Um all right. So uh the setting is nineteen forties LA. It's a Vampire the Masquerade game. Um, New my character, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my character Audra, um, has is new to LA. She hasn't been in LA for very very long. Um, she lost her sire, um, and so she kind of like came to LA to see her grandsire to like stay with her grandsire to have you know someone that she could consider family, um, and to kind of recover from her loss. Um, her whole secret is that she accidentally killed her sire, so that was a fun little... Ooh. Yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun. You get all kinds Spoiler of cool alert. stuff that happens. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> the, the whole show was over, so it's no big deal. Um, but yeah, so, and I, it was just, like, over the course of that story, um, how can I best condense this? Um, <laughs> uh, what happens is she... Audra is part of a faction called the Camarilla, or the Camarilla, as so Maddie Games would correct me. Um, and the Camarilla is in power in Los Angeles at the time. They are considered the Ivory Tower. They're kind of aristocratic. They kind of have their noses up in the air. They're like, they're we're the best faction of vampires. Who are all the oh, other ones? Yeah, you know. Uh huh. <laughs> like, like that. Like that. Thank you. Sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, but so what ends up happening is the other factions um, are working against the Camarilla. So, you know, a bunch of stuff happens, you know, that upsets the peace and the stability that the Camarilla brought to L.A. There's murders happening and crazy stuff. And, um, you know, um, what ends up happening is her sire um, leaves town. And doesn't say goodbye. Just leaves her a letter. And is like... That after jerk. It's, <laughs> well, what happened was it, 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 it happened immediately after a previous episode that was already intense where she had come face to face with an enemy from another faction who was like poking holes in her brain and was just like, you're on the wrong side. And like, you know, like, you know, you, you claim to be honorable, but you're dishonorable. You have no ethics. And like, she's, she's up in arms going like, no, like, you know, like we we're right and we stand for what's right. And then she gets back home and all of this political stuff and the threats and the dangers of what's happening in LA means that her sire didn't say goodbye, left her a letter and bequeathed, like left her, all of their property, like, this grandsire gave her everything. And I just, like, put my hands over my face and, like, pretended to, like, cry and was, like, shaking. And it was just, like, the DMs, there were two DMs that day, um, and they were both just, like, like, (laughs) oh, damn, we made her cry. (laughs) Um, And I made audience members cry and, like, finding that out I was like oh my god and they were like holy shit like your role playing is amazing and like I had no idea at the time right I was just doing what felt good to me but it was so like cool to be able to have that experience to be able to like get so deeply involved in this where I was role playing such emotional things and to just have that moment and have my dance be like oh my god was just yeah it was cool (laughs) (laughs) that sounds amazing 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was a lot to condense that into simplified form, but it was yeah. Good job. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right. Um. So coming back, we're about to wrap up, but we want to know what you're working on and what we can expect to see from you in the future. Oh goodness. Okay. Uh, what am I working on? I I mean, like I said, I'm on the Masafi, so you can keep expecting me on episodes of that. Um, I'm working, uh, I'm volunteering with the Seat at the Table magazine, so you can expect, um, some editorial work and, like, some editing work for me on, on that magazine, on that first issue. Um, what else? You can, ex- you can expect to find me on, um, a game called Emissaries of Avithna, Sunday night's midnight EST, roughly, um, and see me kind of explore that world as a, like, lioness beast folk, which is really, really cool yeah. and awesome to play. Yeah, it's real cool. Um, and that's a slightly uh. South Asian flavored setting, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's, the, it's just such a joy. Um, I do that. You can continue to kind of expect Vibrant Missile Victorious to, uh, continue running forevermore if possible. <laughs> um... And hopefully continue to see me do advocacy work and inclusion work in the tabletop RPG space. It's, like I said, it's it's kind of bananas that I haven't been here all that long, but that I've been able to, like, make an impact. And that means as much, almost as much to me as the game itself, mm-hmm. right? Um, I'm spending more time sometimes, you know, moderating Welcome to the Party's Discord or, you know, coming up with stuff to try and make the community better um it or almost as much as time I'm, I'm doing that as i am playing right so both of these things i think it's both halves of it that are inseparable to me right it's not just about the game it's about the community and the community has given me a lot too in that sense um in terms of whether it's like just support or like just being receptive to what i say like when i push and people are like yeah that makes sense Whereas anywhere else, I would do the same thing and I would get pushed back. Um, so that's that's really special to me, too. And so just discovering what an amazing community there is in tabletop, that's what's kept me here. I think I would have, like, turned tail and run away so fast otherwise. Yeah. The community is amazing and also very lucky to have your voice and your perspective oh, you. and, you know, everything that you're doing within it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. And as a person who likes to be included in things and is also a, a person of, of color, uh, I, I appreciate the work that you're doing. <laughs> thank you. It's, it's an honor. It, you know, I don't know what it is. I just can't sit idly. Mm-hmm. Um, I just can't. It just, it really, like, when something bugs me, I have to do something about it. Um, And and hilariously enough, it was the Vampire the Masquerade game that caused me to do something. So it all kind of goes back to that. How how did the Vampire the Masquerade game, like, push you to get more involved? Or is that kind of what you're saying? Or um, No. So what happened was, like, it was something that I had observed, you know, kind of, like, wading into the waters of tabletop RPGs. I was like, okay, this is, you know, Welcome to the Party is such a cool community. It's such a queer community. Like, I'm learning so much here. There's amazing allies, um, you know, and it's a wonderful space. But where are the people of color? Mm -hmm. And then I'm looking out into, like, you know, what's being shared and, like, whatever I can find that's tabletop RPG related. And I'm still like, where are the people of color? Why can't I find them? Why is it so difficult to find them? And I think, um, no shade to the game, because I loved my Vampire the Masquerade game. I love Crusade of Thorns, and I love all of the players that are in it. Um, they're incredible people. They're incredible role players, incredible LARPers. So it's not shade towards them. But three games with five people over two channels, and I was the only visible person of color. Mm-hmm. And that just, like, that right there was just, like, I, I can't anymore. I can't. I had hoped to see more people of color in that game. I was so hoping and there weren't. And I was just like, I, I can't, I can't sit still anymore. And I was, and so that's what I did it. And I was change like, this. <laughs> well, that's what it was. And it was just like, Hey, like, and it was just like a little post that I put in the discord. And I was like, Hey, like, welcome to the party folks. I, I forget what I even wrote now, but it was just like, 
this is something that I've noticed and this is a suggestion I have and like what if we did something like this um and I and I and I was and I finished off my little writing and I dropped a link and it was like why people of color need their own spaces or something like that but it was a really great article um and I was nervous. I went back and forth about doing that. I went back and forth with um with Capjack and I was like, do I do this? Do I not do this? Like I'm I'm so scared because pushing often results in pushback and they were like, No, do it, like, do it, please. Um and there was no pushback. It was like, Oh yeah. Like, if you're saying that's gonna make this happen, let's make it happen. And they gave me the space and I'm just, I'm so grateful for that. And it's just been such a cool experience to keep yelling on the internet about this and just kind of see people be like, yes. And like having more people join in or like also take on that work is just so inspiring. So well, yeah. you always have my sword uh, and <laughs> my retweet. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yep. I got you. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Leona, mm -hmm. is your next game, when is your next closest game? Uh, next closest game will be on Sundays. Uh, I'm not playing Environment Visible Victorious this Sunday. I'll just be the person behind the channel producing it. Um, but you'll be able to see me live at Midnight EST on Sundays on um, Welcome to the Party RPG's Twitch channel, uh, playing Sita the Lioness. Okay, so folks, after you're done, after you're done watching uh, Chaos Conductors or Shadows of Zethra's <laughs> campaign on Sunday at 5 p.m. EST, after that, uh, you can go. You can go straight from our 8 p.m. EST game as that as that ends off to their 8:30 game. Send send them right over. Right over. Yeah, perfect. Come on over. Yep. Great and plan. And we'll yeah just 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 head right on over to their 8:30 game and then chill out long enough to catch the midnight game so that you can see the queen the queen of maple <laughs> live oh god <laughs> the goddess um thank you so much for joining us today it was honestly just such a delight to meet you and talk with you and hear about your your experiences um Deadass. keep fighting the good fight man like <laughs> You're awesome. Thank you. Thank you both so much. It's such an honor to be on and to just kind of just hang out and chat. So yeah. thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> all right. Then all of you have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening. And uh, stay happy, my young mountain goat. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. <laughs> Three square meals and a homebrew or two. Airbnb is the place for you. Enjoy your mother of of mooses. <laughs> <laughs>